Have you tried changing your health year on year, resolving that this year things are going to be different, but nothing seems to change? Oftentimes, when things are not changing, we're following many wellness myths and not looking at the full picture, including our nutrition, recovery, stress management, leaving out mind-body connection. I want to introduce you to Wellness Redefined, a new podcast from Refillion Media that's here to dispel all your myths about wellness and fitness while sharing stories of how we redefine what it means to be healthy. On each episode, we'll be talking to experts from all walks of life who will share their own unique wellness journey and offer their perspective. I am your host, Tamika Rochester, founder and CEO of Harlem Cycle, a premier wellness space in New York City with a focus on indoor cycling. I've been an advocate for wellness since as early as I can remember. So if this sounds like something that could help change your life, go ahead and pause the show you're listening to and subscribe to Wellness Redefined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Barbells and Bikinis with Amelia Sky. Hi, as always, I'm your host, Amelia, and I am here with my best friend who goes by Fit Little Meg, also known as Megan, but we all call her Meg. Before we get started, I want to just have you guys rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Maybe drop a comment or two below. It would mean the world to me, and I would love it so much. So, Meg, thank you for coming on to my podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So, I wanted to have Meg on here to talk a little bit about her backstory because she comes like she has a really cool backstory about how she got into the fitness industry. So, she started as an elementary school teacher full time and just recently made the switch to being a full time health and wellness coach. So, Meg, I just want to hear a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I'm so excited to share more with you. Um, really to sum it up, to start off, I went to college and, you know, ever since I was a little kid, I knew I always wanted to be a teacher. I was one of those kids that would teach to my stuffed animals. (laughs) So I always knew I wanted to be a teacher, went into college knowing, you know, I was going to be a teacher. That was what my life was going to do. Um, so in college, I was a big partier too. I definitely really? had my fair share oh my of partying. And I can remember about 20, I think it was about 21 years old, around that age, I realized that if I wanted to get into the teaching program, I had to get myself to, get myself together. <laughs> so no more partying. <laughs> yeah, I had to, had to figure it out. And that was right around the time where I started kind of valuing my health more and started becoming running and right. losing some of that that freshman 15 that we gained. <laughs> Did you actually get that? Yes. Really? <laughs> Definitely. Wow, okay. So that was kind of when I started to really dive more into the health and wellness field. And, field. Um, and yeah, I got into the teaching program, became a teacher, decided to stay in college and get my master's in education to just help me be a better teacher. And after, call, after graduating my master's, I went and got a job as a fourth grade teacher for the first year. And oh. then I taught second grade for three years. Which which grade did you like the most teaching? Second grade. I loved working with the little ones. That's such a fun <laughs> age, too. It was. It was. And I do. I love working with kids. And by all means, I was I was happy with what I was doing, and I liked it, and I feel like I was pretty good at it. But Yeah, so you taught for a total of how four, many years? Four years. Four years. Yes. Wow, and now you're not teaching at all. I am not teaching at all. It is crazy. So uh, let, let the listeners know what you're up to now. Yeah, so really about, I guess it was about a year ago is when, you know, I really had this huge passion for health and wellness, and I realized that I loved teaching 
but I loved teaching the health wellness industry and helping people just live their full potential and feel their absolute best. And I, I always knew that, you know, I had so much in, in me to right. be this like, be more than just a teacher, an elementary school teacher, right? And I had this huge passion to build like an empire where I was helping and motivating, inspiring women yeah. to live a positively fit lifestyle. Yeah, and and quick note, you were teaching um, back in Virginia. Yes, yes. Where you're from. Yeah, so okay. about a year ago, I created my own business in Virginia. Um, it was called Positively Fit Community. And again, it was the start of me building this empire to motivate and inspire women to mm-hmm. live, you know, positive lifestyle. Um, and at that time, too, I decided to, you know, dive all in and make this huge career change and move across country to California. So you left your teaching job and now you're out in the fitness industry, absolutely crushing it. Yes. So that's crazy. You went from teaching elementary school to now teaching a ton of women how to live a healthy lifestyle. Yes. It's kind of crazy, but you would, you would be surprised. There's actually a lot of similarities and I feel like I'm still teaching, right? And I'm using a lot of what I learned in the school system with my clients now. Wow. So when you first realized you wanted to make this career change, like, do you remember that exact moment? You were like, I want to move out to Los Angeles, California. I want to keep growing my business. I want to leave my teaching job. Like, do you, like, what was that moment like? Yeah, I, you know, the beginning of, I guess, the beginning of last year, I just started having all these, like, huge feelings of goals and dreams and I could always see myself like I always envisioned myself talking in front of like hundreds of people really sharing my positivity and just helping inspire people because you are so Meg might be the most positive human being (laughs) that I know like she could be having the worst day and you would never know because she's just she crushes it so she's (laughs) definitely an amazing coach to the women that are on her team. Um, so I can't imagine how you were with children. I bet they loved you. Yes, I do. Mi- I do <laughs> miss those kids. Um, for the most part. <laughs> for real. But but yeah, so I just had this, you know, vision. And I, I think something in me that I was turning, I guess I was turning 27 that year, mm-hmm. last year. And I knew that if I didn't like follow my passion and go after my scary big dreams now that I wouldn't do it. Right. And now I just remember feeling like there's no better time than now. And, you know, I never want to look back on life and think, what if, what if I had gone after it? What if I had taken the chance? What if I had put myself in an uncomfortable position? You know, what would have happened? Right. Um, right. So yeah, that was really like the start of me being like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it happen one way or the other. So you quit your teaching job and then After you quit that, how long was it before you actually moved out here? Well, actually, I finished up the school year. So school ends in June. Yep. And we moved out here a week after. Are you serious? Yes. I did not know that. One week after school ended, we moved across country. Oh, my gosh. So who's we? Me and my boyfriend. My boyfriend decided to come with me and make the move. And I'm so grateful that. And I knew that, but I just wanted you guys to know (laughs) that because they are seriously like such a dynamic duo together. And I know they have big goals with um, Meg's business and stuff. So 
that's really cool. So like, was he for it at first when you wanted, when you said you wanted to move to have your health and wellness? Um, he was really at first, he was like, Megan, your business is here. You're building yourself here. You're making connections. You're meeting people here. Like this is the place to continue to grow. Um, but at that time, I shared with him, you know, I always dreamed of living by the beach. The dream, the beach right. is my favorite place in the world. It brings me so much positivity and sunshine. Yeah, and, and, and especially in the fitness industry. Yeah, and I knew I was like, California, LA is the place to be to make those dreams happen. You know, everyone down here is about health and wellness and living their best life and feeling their absolute best. And Ben trying to tell me too, he was like, but think about all the competition you're going to have. Like there's so many trainers out there. There's so many health coaches. Everyone's doing what you're doing. Yeah. But I, you know, told him too, I was like, I don't see it as competition. I see it as like a community of people that I get to connect with and relate with and grow from and learn from. And, you know, we, I feel like that's exactly what me and you do. Like we get to help each other and push each other. Right. Um, so yeah, eventually, you know, at first he was very hesitant and tried to get me to stay there with him. So he didn't want to go. He did not oh. want to go. And um, once he realized that I was going for it, right? There was nothing holding <laughs> me back. I was He's like, I gotta to. go. He randomly one day just called me. You know how men are too. Just randomly calls me and was like, yeah. I think I'm going to move with you to California. And then he like changed the subject and I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) Oh my gosh. So that was like such a big moment for you. It was. I can still remember when he called and I was, it was just like, wow, this is going to be, going to be, you know, huge for our relationship. But I could not even begin to imagine ever moving out here without him. Wow. That's so cool. Shout out to Meg's boyfriend, Ben. And now just so people know, he's so happy out here and so glad we moved. That's so cool. Um, so back to a little, a little bit about your career change. How, um, how did your family and friends and everybody back home react when, I mean, cause being an elementary school teacher is like such a, like a, a good, just like settled job. Solid. To, solid, solid job. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Solid job to just having a steady income. Yeah. And then all of a sudden just making that switch to being, um, an online health and wellness coach like how did everyone respond to that when you were like that's what I'm gonna do full-time <laughs> you know it was hard it was don't get me wrong it was hard I and at first too I didn't really know all, I didn't have the answers and I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do when I started building my Instagram and everything with social media and so at first I, I blocked a lot of my family members really? when I did my first bikini competition I did it under a different name because I know anyone kidding? to find me see I, I didn't know any of this about you yeah. that's so funny I'm just finding out about all yeah. this yeah you know because as a teacher I can't be you know all about my looks and publicly sharing that right yeah. and I was always nervous I mean kids nowadays even second graders they have social media on their phones yeah. and I'm like whoo they're gonna find me <laughs> um so it was really hard especially too because I didn't know exactly what I wanted right but I knew that I had to do this right kind of thing um, but eventually the more confident I became in what I was doing and the more I realized that I was changing people's lives, right. I was really helping people, the more I started being open about it and talking about it with my family. And I had to kind of just stay strong in what I wanted because I definitely got a lot of negativity from them. I got a lot of, you know, what ifs or why don't you do this and that. And right, right. I think it's so important to just stand up for yourself and to remember what you believe in, remember what you want, because 
You know, no one's going to know you better than you know yourself. And no one's going to understand your dreams like you do. So it's so important to just be confident in yourself and believe in yourself and go after what you want. Don't let anything or anyone hold you back. Right. Awesome. Wow. Like you said that. <laughs> Nailed it. So your family is supportive now. Yes, they are. It did take a little bit, a little bit for them to come around. And I will say too, when I first moved out to California, I went and applied for some teaching jobs. So my mom really, really pushed me to at least work teaching for one year while I get my business established. Did you get any stuff. out here? You know what? I went to one school, dropped off my resume. I remember sitting in the car being like, I don't want to do this. I don't what? want to work a nine to five. Oh, I just got and like goosebumps. Like yeah, that's like your, it was, you I knew. can still feel that. And, and I had this feeling that it was like, if I want my business to be successful, I have to put all of me into it. I have to struggle. I have to maybe financially be struggling for a few months and mm-hmm. I have to grind and make it work. Yeah. Um, but if I was, you know, teaching, ha- teaching full time and then just doing this on the side, how was I going to, I wasn't going to be able to put all of me into it. Right. So I think that is so important for anyone out there. You know, you have to realize that. Trust your struggle. Yeah. And you have to realize you might struggle for a few months, but those few months are going to be so worth it. And it's going to be crucial. And it's going to help you get where you want to be. So you didn't ever end up teaching out here. Nope. So you just work, you know, you're just doing your business. So did you ever have any in-person, like personal training? Yeah, I did. So I had one client back home when I was teaching. Um, so I trained her in person. I did a boot camp back home too, uh, in person. But at that time, I was like, I can't take on any more in client in person clients just because I was working full time as well. Um, and then moving out here, I have trained a few clients as well in person. So fitness just was at once like a passion of yours that you balanced with your full time job uh-huh. as a teacher, and now it's become your whole life and your career. Yeah. So yes. what's like your your goals? What are your long-term goals with your as far as your business? And I want to just continue building the empire that I have built with the Positively Fit community and helping thousands around the world. And one thing that a huge dream of mine that it's finally starting to ha- come to place is I want to be able to travel and have these huge like camps where people come together and just celebrate life and spread those positive vibes and a place where they can leave feeling motivated and inspired to just become their absolute best. And of course, get a good workout in. So with that being said, I did have my first Positively Fit camp last weekend back home. And it was a huge success. I was going to say, I loved, (laughs) loved, loved, loved following your social media through that because you girls looked like you were having such a blast. And I was like, I wish I was was there. And there was, I think we had close to 70 people there, which was, you know, more than I could have hoped for. So it was, it was amazing. I had clients travel from all over the country a few fly in for it so that was just incredible and we're getting excited for the next one that's going to happen here in LA so you'll be able to join when's that going to be it's going to be in the fall so sometime in September October ah yes I know seriously (laughs) like your journey has inspired me because like okay so for anyone listening um Meg and I are actually really good friends and the, the reason we met was because we were both sponsored to go on this fitness cruise. Um, and I was wearing an outfit that Meg had because we were both in the gym on the cruise ship at the same time doing our thing. And Meg just came up to me and was like, oh, my gosh, I have that same <laughs> outfit. 
You know, she was so cute. And that just, is so like me, too. I, I can spark a conversation with probably just about anyone. <laughs> and for her, I mean, she didn't have to come up to me, but she did. Like, seriously, we would not be friends today had she not come up to me just to tell me that she had that same gym outfit. Because then we got talking, and she's like, oh, yeah, like, where, where are you from? And I was like, well, I live in L.A., you know, and there's people on this cruise ship from all over the states because it, it was all like, over the country yeah i guess yeah because it was like a sponsor they this um dating app sponsored a bunch of athletes to come together and so honestly like <laughs> meg came up to me and then we found out we lived right up like literally a, a few blocks away from each other so now here we are we see each other nearly every day and um being that i now have an online personal training program as well it's been Meg has been such an inspiration to me because I just, you know, I can get advice from her and it's not like a competition thing at all between us. Like we're in this together. Like she mentioned earlier, like LA is full of people that come together and are like, you know, doing the same things, yeah, have the same mindsets. Other. So it's been one of my favorite things, honestly, about being out here. So Thank me you too. for coming me up too. to me on that cruise ship, Meg, because <laughs> <laughs> I I believe everything happens for a reason. Same. And, you know, even if we hadn't met on that cruise ship, I we would have met. Somehow. We would have met somehow we because have. we both were good at gold. That's true. Honestly. <laughs> so positively the positively fit community is Meg's online coaching business and it's amazing. Do you coach um, men too or just women? I have had a few men that I've been coaching before, but I would say majority is women. Majority is women. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to get my boyfriend to get certified so he can kind of build his men empire and we can come together. <laughs> oh my gosh, couple goals, couple but we'll goals. We'll see, we'll see that happens. <laughs> That's so cool. So you you won't ever get into teaching again, you said, not in a school setting. I don't think so. No. no, I just absolutely love what I'm doing. And the thing is, I'm good at what I'm doing. You are. You're insanely and, good at it. Um, yeah, I just I love being able to travel. I love having the flexibility of waking up and doing exactly what I love, setting my own hours and just helping people change their life, not just physically, but also mentally. So this might be a little bit off topic from this podcast. I guess not. But if you were to give someone advice about a career that they feel they might not be all into, what would you tell them? Like if, if someone were to come to you and, and they were in a career that they didn't feel fully passionate about, how would you guide them? I would say a few things. One, life is short. It is too short to be doing something that you don't feel 100% about. Um, and the next would be to stop making excuses, stop complaining, and start doing something about it. Make a change. Go for it. You know, anything is possible if you have the right mindset. Dang. <laughs> Nailed that one. Preach it. It's like she had that written out or something. But no, like I'm sitting right next to her. She just <laughs> killed that. So, wow, that's awesome. Um, we are actually going to take a quick break, but we will be right back for the rest of Fit Little Mike's interview. All right, welcome back to Barbells and Bikinis with Amelia Sky. I am your host, Amelia, and I am here with my good friend, Fit Little Meg. Welcome back, Meg. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. So before the break, we touched a little bit on Meg's journey. She was a she was an elementary school teacher who dropped everything to move across the country to Los Angeles, California, and um, grow her empire of women with her positively fit community. 
So Meg, um, how did you get into the sport of bodybuilding in general? Actually, I was going to ask you that earlier. Well, like I said, when I turned 21, I decided, all right, Megan, it's time to value your health, drop that freshman 15 and, you know, start taking care of yourself a little bit more. Um, so that, at that time I just started running. I ran a lot, but with all that running it actually caused me a lot of back back pain and I ended up having back surgery. Um, a lot of that just being that I didn't lift any weights. I wasn't strong. I didn't have a strong core and all that good stuff. So anyways, fast forward a few years and my, what is now my sister-in-law, but at the time was my brother's girlfriend. She, I remember seeing her and just, you know, being inspired by her body. She was body goals. She had, really? the, she had the booty goals. <laughs> and I was like, how do I get myself like you? So anyways, she put me on my first workout plan and I remember, you know, at first just going through the motions and then over time I started really enjoying it and I, I started to look forward to going to the gym and I loved the idea of bettering myself. Um, so yeah, that's kind of when I also saw her go through a competition. She prepped for a bikini competition and I remember watching her thinking one day, one day I'm going to do that. I'm going to walk on stage. I'm going to, even though I have like my bat, a back, you know, I have a bad back. Right. Somehow I'm going to overcome that struggle. I'm going to get on stage and I'm going to crush it. <laughs> and so I think it was about two years after that, I accomplished that goal of mine. And I was able to prep my first bikini competition. And that was kind of when I really started making, you know, health and wellness. You fell in love with it. Yeah. And making it a huge part of my life. And you were still a teacher at that time when yes, you, when you competed. Yes. I How was. did you balance that? I have no idea. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, talk about a busy, busy woman I was. Oh my, that's crazy. Cause <laughs> it yeah, was a grind. My, you're working a nine to five and then you're still fitting the gym in yeah. on top of it. Wow. Yeah. And there were some days I remember just being like, Oh my gosh, am I ever going to make it to the end of the day? (laughs) So when you were teaching um, and you were, I guess, on prep for your bikini competition, was there a certain moment that you can recall where you said like, yeah, this, I'm going to turn fitness into my life. Fitness is going to be my whole life eventually. You know, not really, honestly, at that time, I didn't really see myself making a huge career change. I would say more my boyfriend yeah, kind of planted the seed in me though. He definitely, oh. he was the one who pushed me to start sharing everything on social media, being like, you never know where it could, where it could take you, what it could bring you. He was all about me networking and, you know, meeting other people, going and doing stuff with companies and right. um, really just like sharing my journey on social media. And so that, that was when the time that was when I started my whole and then Instagram. Yeah. And then your, your following kind of started growing it as did. you were competing. Yeah. Cause people were like, holy cow, like this girl looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? That's yeah, when you kind of exactly. get your following. Yeah. Dang. And then here you are today. With I know. Your freaking. It is crazy. Crushing it with your business. <laughs> like my gosh. But soon after the competition, a lot of people started asking me questions, you know, about workouts and what I was doing and how they can they can get their bodies like that. And that was when I was like, you know, maybe I should get certified and part-time, just like on the side, have a little side gig with teaching. Because as a teacher, we all know that you don't make that much money. So I was like, I could use a little extra income on the side. You know, so I was like, maybe I should get certified and start doing this little part-time. And so 
I ended my show in June and I took my NASM certification in December. So about six months after I got certified and then after getting certified about a month after I did start taking on a few clients online, just a few. Did you know um, them personally or? No, it's just you, all through social media. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think I maybe had like one or two friends or family friends, but um, I didn't take on too much because I, again, I was working full time, but then that's the thing working full time you know you couldn't you couldn't balance it all yeah I couldn't and it things started to really pick up and I was I remember like every time I checked my email it was like a new client application and I was like oh my goodness okay so you how am I gonna do this so you you did overlap your careers a little bit yes oh what yeah that's crazy was that so you'd go to well, would you go to school, like, and teach I, and then come home and do your Yeah, stuff? so I usually, at that point, I was waking up, you know, I, my school is a late school, so we didn't start until 9.30, which is crazy. Okay, yeah. Um, but I would wake up, like, 6.30, work on my computer for a couple hours, then I would head to school, you know, get things ready for the school day. On my, like, lunch break, teachers, we have, like, an hour work break. I would, again, check emails, maybe do some client stuff. Right. And also do stuff for my students and whatnot. But I do remember there was a time that spring I was building my own cookbook too. I was like, and so I was in between like when students were doing stuff, I was kind of working on my cookbook. And I remember sitting down and being like, this is not fair to my students because I'm teaching them, but my mind is thinking about my clients. My mind is thinking about building my business. So your heart just was more into fitness. And I felt guilty because I was like my, you know, my students deserve more than that they deserve a teacher who is thinking about them and who is wanting to you know help them to the fullest and unfortunately my mind wasn't there and I knew at that point that I couldn't keep doing both you know like I needed to make a decision um to either be the best teacher I could be or to be the best health and wellness coach I could be right and here you are today here I am today (laughs) wow and so yeah, so now you have your business and your you said your long-term goal is just to keep growing it, is that right? You're yeah. not going to be teaching anymore. Are you planning on doing any more bikini bodybuilding competitions? Yes, I this last show I just finished about 2 weeks ago. It was so much fun. I loved it. Um, I enjoyed the Meg entire crushed prep it, process. you guys. I got to go watch her. She freaking killed it on that stage. She looked it was, so good. It was so fun. Um, the whole and not even just the show day, the process, the whole, you know, 16 week transformation to me was fun. I loved it. Um, and to be honest, it helps my business. Like people, oh, for sure. People love seeing that. So it was great. And I, I definitely want to do it again. I would do it again like tomorrow if I could. But I also know that, you know, health and wellness is a huge part of everything I'm doing. And I'll be honest, competing is hard on the body and especially hard on the body if you do it over and over again. Mm-hmm. So for many reasons, but one of them being health reasons, I'm yep. not going to pre- prep again this year, give my body some off season and also just to grow, put more muscle on. And so that way, when I do prep again next year, I'm going to blow my previous physique out of the water. Heck yeah, <laughs> you are. So, okay, that's good to know that you're going to be doing another yeah, show. Like, definitely. In about, a, you said about a year? Um, Yeah, I mean, I hope, I'm thinking starting prep uh, beginning of next year. So January, February of 2020. Oh, wow. You'll have a good long off season. So it'll be about eight eight to 10 months off season, which is a good amount of time to really put on some solid muscle. 
um, grow. Absolutely. And also not even that, just to also enjoy life, you know, travel, go out to eat, socialize, <laughs> and, you know, let, let your guard down a little bit because with prep, you have yeah. to be on point with you're, everything. You're sitting here next to me who yeah. is dragging, and I'm sure you can tell. I'm I'm today's been, you know, I'm dead. I'm yeah. dead. But um I am on a competition prep and it's you know, you it's have right. Yeah, you have your good days and your bad days. Absolutely. So I can definitely see where being a teacher, it was hard to balance a competition prep on top of your, you know, what was once a part-time business is now your full-time business. Mm-hmm. So that's like really crazy. <laughs> it is. Like, how do you feel? Like, what's your mind at right now? Like, is it is it just mind blowing to you that you're out here still, or yeah, is one such a dream to you? Um, but... I honestly, I wake up every morning with so much gratitude, gratitude for life and for the people in my life, and just for my positivity. And you know, I know a lot of people are sitting there listening to this, and they have so many huge dreams and things they want to accomplish, but they're they're too scared to take that step to right, get there. Right. And I'm so grateful that I had the courage to go after my dreams and to never never think one dream was too big, you know? <laughs> so how do you stay so positive all the time? <laughs> Positivity. Okay. Asking for a friend. Just yeah. Asking for myself who is currently um, tired. I think tired. the keys in positivity are really a gratitude, you know, having gratitude every day. I always tell people too if they're really they feel like their mindset's becoming negative to write down a few things every night or every morning that they're grateful for because that gratitude is really going to help you start manifesting positivity. Once you realize how much you have and how grateful you are, it's going to really help change that mindset. And the other part is too just you know living life for you and sometimes that means you have to be selfish and you know taking care of yourself, valuing yourself um is really going to help. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So, do you act? Do you actually yourself write down your goals like every day? Or? Absolutely, not every day, but I will. Write, I do. You know, especially every month, I write down my goals for the month. I write down my big goals for the year. But you know, I write down things I'm grateful for, or even sometimes just telling it to myself. I'm waking up being like, okay, Megan you know, look what you've done or like, look what you have so far. And also just building the other key to positivity is having self love and taking and having that self care. We overlook those two things so often. And they're huge, you know, like loving yourself, feeling confident in your body and just loving yourself on the inside, not just on the outside is so important, but and just enjoying the journey. I think in general, too, because like your your journey is crazy. Yeah, you know, that's, that's crazy. Like me personally, I have a college degree, I went to school for marketing. And I always knew that I wanted to have my own business of some sort, I just never knew what it was. But I couldn't imagine had I taken like a corporate job at a big marketing firm in in the cities, Minneapolis, where I'm from, to just quitting everything and coming out here to Los Angeles. I mean, yeah, essentially I dropped everything to move out here, but I didn't leave like a big career like that. You know, like you actually physically had a a nine to five that you were comfortable with, but that's the key. Like you were comfortable. Yeah. So then you stepped out of your comfort zone to come out here. Absolutely. Great things happen when you step out of your comfort zone. Amen to that. (laughs) So, well, awesome. Meg, thank you so much for coming on and telling a little bit about your journey. I think um, I loved, you know, I loved when I met you, learning about you and just the fact that you, you know, have yes. such a... Well, thank you so much for having me. I hope 
it, this helps motivate and inspire someone to go after their dreams and to dream big and, you know, make the most out of and every single day. The key here is it's never too late to start over. Absolutely. You know, I'm 28 years old and I just now feel like I'm building my empire and getting started on my dreams. So hopefully just a reminder that, you know, it's never too late to have a career change, never too late to go after your dreams. Awesome. Well, if you guys want to go follow Meg on her journey, her Instagram handle is Fit Little Meg. Is that right? Yes, that is right. So that yeah. So go follow up with Fit Little Meg on Instagram. She's an amazing human being. I'm so glad to call her one of my good friends out here in Los Angeles. And thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you wouldn't mind, drop a comment, rate, review, and subscribe. I would really appreciate it. And Yeah. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you.